Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. You are listening to the Expresso News Update. Here is the latest news from the Indian Express. In top national news... Hours after a Qatar Court of Appeal commuted the death penalty handed to eight former Indian Navy personnel, their families and colleagues reacted cautiously, saying the verdict Thursday is not yet a vindication or success. The families are moving the Court of Cassation, the highest court of appeal in Qatar, even as they await a copy of the detailed judgment Thursday in New Delhi. The Ministry of External Affairs said sentences have been reduced for the eight men. Six appeal hearings have been held so far, three in the Court of Appeal and three in the lower court. The families are waiting to learn about the option of prisoner repatriation to India. A forensic investigation by Amnesty International Security Lab in partnership with The Washington Post has claimed that two Indian journalists were among those recently targeted with Pegasus spyware on their iPhones. Pegasus is an invasive spyware developed by Israeli surveillance firm NSO Group. The NSO Group has always maintained it deals only with governments and that too after intense scrutiny. Calling the publication's findings half-facts fully embellished, Union Minister of State for Electronics and IT Rajiv Chandrasekhar wrote on X, formerly Twitter, It is for Apple to explain if their devices are vulnerable and what triggered these notifications. Apple was asked to join the inquiry with Indian CERT and meetings have been held and inquiry is going on. In other news, the Border Security Force, BSF, and the Ministry of Home Affairs, MHA, are actively considering a proposal to shift the security fence closer to the international border IB with Pakistan in Punjab and parts of Jammu region. Special Director General Western Command BSF, YB Kurania, confirmed that proposals regarding moving the fence towards the IB in Punjab and Jammu have been submitted to the government. This involves issues like acquisition of land and compensation. The BSF is also in favor of moving the fence ahead wherever it can be done, he said at an annual press conference held recently. In politics today, with months to go for the Lok Sabha polls, the Janta Dal United is likely to make some crucial decisions regarding its organizational setup. The buzz since last week has been that Bihar Chief Minister Nitish Kumar is likely to take over the party leadership too, with current JDU President Rajiv Ranjan Singh, popularly known as Lalan Singh, stepping down. But Singh has dismissed this as a rumour. As per the speculation in party circles, Lalan Singh is out of favour with Nitish because of his alleged proximity to JDU's ally Rashtriya Janata Dal, RJD. In top international news, Maine on Thursday disqualified Donald Trump from the state ballot in next year's U.S. presidential primary election, becoming the second state to bar the former president for his role in the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol. Maine Secretary of State Shanna Bellows, a Democrat, concluded that Trump, the frontrunner for the Republican presidential nomination, incited an insurrection when he spread false claims about voter fraud in the 2020 election 
and then urged his supporters to march on the capital to stop lawmakers from certifying the vote. The decision can be appealed to a state superior court, and Bello suspended her ruling until the court rules on the matter. In news from China, China has gained more strategic autonomy and emerged as a responsible major country with enhanced international influence under the leadership of President Xi Jinping, according to a high-level meeting on the 2023 foreign policy outcomes held in Beijing. Xi delivered an important speech at the Central Conference on Work Relating to Foreign Affairs, held here on Wednesday and Thursday, an official press release issued at the end of the meeting said. Presided over by Premier Li Qiang, the conference was attended by top officials of the ruling Communist Party of China, CPC, the military and China's envoys and senior consular officials from all over the world besides Foreign Minister Wang Yi. In other news, Bangladesh on Thursday said it would take into account the geopolitical issues over a Chinese proposal to build reservoirs on the Tista River that enters the country from India. Asked how far Dhaka would take into consideration India's reservation over China's involvement, in a major project near its strategic Siliguri Corridor, also known as Chicken's Neck, Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Saheli Sabreen said that in such a case, Dhaka would take into cognizance the geopolitical issues in proceeding with the proposal. Her comments came more than a week after Chinese ambassador Yao Wen said Beijing received several proposals for the development of the Tista Basin and we await the end of the election process in Bangladesh. Lastly, Wolfgang Schauble, who helped negotiate German reunification in 1990 and as finance minister, was a central figure in the austerity-heavy effort to drag Europe out of its debt crisis two decades later, has died. He was 81. Schauble died at home on Tuesday evening, his family told German news agency DP on Wednesday. Schauble became Chancellor Angela Merkel's finance minister in October 2009, just before revelations about Greece's ballooning budget deficit set off the crisis that engulfed the continent and threatened to destabilize the world's financial order. You were listening to the Expresso News Update by the Indian Express. Ask your digital assistant device to play the latest news from the Indian Express to stay up to date with the most accurate and reliable updates.